discuter de tout ça. I don't want to set the world on fire. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, whenever it may be, wherever you may be, and however you may be hearing my voice. Whether it be via download through one of the many podcast platforms, or if you are listening to the premiere on the Alternate Current Radio's live stream, I appreciate you tuning in and joining me as we attempt to navigate the shark-infested waters of the agenda-centivized media and look past the propaganda. This is your daily dose of what's currently all the ruckus. What in God's name is going on in here? What was that ruckus? Uh, what ruckus? I was just in my office and I heard a ruckus. Could you describe the ruckus, sir? Watch your tongue, young man. Watch it. According to Wikipedia, a passport is an official governmental document that contains a given person's identity. It helps its holder travel under its protection to and from foreign countries. The document certifies the personal identity and nationality of its holder. Standard passports contain the full name, photograph, place and date of birth, signature, and the expiration date of the passport. Many countries issue, or plan to issue, biometric passports that contain an embedded microchip, making them machine-readable and difficult to counterfeit. As of January 2019, there were over 150 jurisdictions issuing e-passports. During the COVID-19 pandemic, there emerged much attention to the concept of so-called immunity passports that show proof of inoculation before a traveler boards a plane or other means of mass transportation. In 2020, IBM developed a digital health pass that would be shown at sports stadiums, workplaces, or transportation systems to allow admittance. There has been increasing controversy regarding the morality of such passports, as well as how this may affect civil liberties and rights. Critics of the proposition compare such a document with Ahenya Pass, translated Ancestor Pass, the infamous official documents that proved a person's Aryan lineage and that they were quote-unquote of German blood in Nazi Germany, which spawned the trope, your papers please, commonly associated with police state functionaries. Yet that hasn't stopped various business groups and major airline industry groups from petitioning the Biden administration for the development of temporary credentials known as virus or vaccine passports, which would show transportation operators if a passenger has been tested or vaccinated for COVID-19. Restricting travel is bad enough, but Biden went on a full-blown power trip and has issued a slew of overreaching vaccine mandates that in impact the vast population of employed Americans. And now we even have places like New York City enforcing COVID-19 vaccine requirements 
for most indoor activities. Is it any surprise that opponents to the whole idea have been arguing that immunity passports are likely to result in a two-tiered or segregated society? The only surprise here should be that this is happening in the United States of America. Surely such a thing should never happen here. Could never happen here. But it is happening here. And today's show will attempt to go back in time and watch it happen as it happened, or something like that. You're listening to Alternate Current Radio. I'm Adam Clark, and this is The Daily Ruckus. Howdy, folks. If indeed the trope, quote-unquote, your papers, please, is, as defined on Wikipedia, a cultural metaphor for life in a police state, then I'm afraid that the vast majority of the news these days speaks volumes to where it is exactly we live here and now, at least most of us. And if you've ever wondered exactly what, quote-unquote, your papers, please, might look like in today's day and age, Well, wonder no more. The following story is a shining example of this. Warning, this story does take place in the United States of America. So, if you, like me, are an American, I am sad to report. In addition to having learned nothing from the history of Nazi Germany, we appear to have also learned absolutely nothing from our own recent history, as reported by the Epoch Times, September 20th, 2021. A Black Lives Matter chapter confirmed it will hold a protest at a New York City restaurant to support three black women who were arrested after a melee with a hostess who allegedly demanded they present proof of COVID-19 vaccination. Black Lives Matter Greater New York confirmed to Fox News and other news outlets that they will side with the three women, arguing that the city's vaccine passport is being weaponized against black people. A Black Lives Matter Greater New York spokesman told Fox News in a statement, quote, I believe that this New York City vaccine passport will be used to keep black people out of spaces, and if we don't stop it now, then the police will use it as an excuse to harass and arrest our people. End quote. Video footage posted online last week showed a hostess with car mines on Manhattan's Upper West Side in a scuffle with several people. Lawyers for car mines on Saturday told Fox that the women did, in fact, show proof of vaccination and were seated inside when the fracas started, and the altercation started when two men from the women's party were not able to provide proof. But Justin Moore, a lawyer for one of the women, claimed they were racially profiled and demanded the hostess be fired. Moore of Texas told the New York Daily News, quote, This hostess clearly has some anger management issues, and unfortunately her aggression and her violence led to something that three black women are being punished for, end quote. He furthermore claimed that the hostess used a racial slur against the three and attacked one of them, sparking the melee. A lawyer for Carmines denied Moore's allegations. Quote, Any claim that they were racially profiled is a complete fabrication, disingenuous, and outright irresponsible, Carolyn Richmond, the attorney, told the Daily News. Earlier, a spokesperson for the restaurant said that one of the women physically assaulted the hostess, who was not named. Quote, It's a shocking and tragic situation when one of our valued employees is assaulted for doing their job, as required by city policies, and trying to make a living, the spokesperson told news outlets Friday. Our focus right now is caring for our employee and the 
rest of our restaurant family. We are a family-style restaurant, and this is the absolute last experience any of our employees should ever endure and any customers witness, end quote. According to local reports, the three women were given tickets for assault and released by the New York City Police Department. Hawk Newsom, a prominent Black Lives Matter activist in New York, told the New York Times last week, quote, Restaurants are using vaccine mandates to enforce their racist beliefs and exclude black patrons, end quote. The Epoch Times Com. Now folks, as a non-genetically modified human being, i.e. someone who has not taken the experimental mRNA jab, at least a part of me, if not the most of me, can appreciate and commend the BLM in their efforts to fight discrimination against the unvaccinated. Unfortunately, as with most things concerning BLM, their concern only applies to a specific portion of the population. And when you zoom out and look at the big picture, and if you, like me, truly don't believe that skin color makes any single human being better or worse than any other single human being, then I'd say, rather than helping, it may actually be contributing to a much larger problem. Of course, at this stage in the game, folks, I say we really need to ignore all of that and instead focus on the battle between the now-being-segregated unvaccinated versus the delusionally self-labeled virtuous new elite part of our society, those who have taken the jab and now have the keys to the city as it were, able to enjoy the privileges bestowed upon them by their local tyrants in exchange for selling their bodies to Big Pharma and possibly even their souls to, well, either the devil or Bill Gates. Who knew that passports would be required for something more than just travel? But more about that later. First, the burning question is, exactly how did we get here? And please don't confuse the question. I don't mean why did we get here. We got here because not nearly enough of us stood up against it. Basically, we let it happen. I mean, how did we get here? What did the steps look like as it progressed along the timeline to get to exactly where we are now? To examine that, let us travel back in time. Is everybody ready? Good. All aboard the Ruckus Express. No passports required. Next stop, Friday, March 5th, 2021, when CNBC reported the following. As vaccination rollouts gather pace around the world, attention is now churning to vaccines of another kind, vaccine passports. Last week, the International Air Transport Association announced the launch of its new digital travel pass as quote-unquote the way forward in resuming quarantine-free international travel. The app, which is being tested by 30 carriers, will allow governments and airlines to collect access and share encrypted information related to passengers' COVID-19 test and vaccination status prior to travel. The International Chamber of Commerce and the World Economic Forum have created similar apps, the AOK Pass and Common Pass, to allow travelers to document their medical status electronically. Countries such as Denmark and Sweden are launching their own health passports, and even tech giants are looking to get in on the act. Also known as 
as a digital health pass, a vaccine passport is digital documentation that an individual has been vaccinated against a virus, in this case, COVID. Stored on a phone or digital wallet, the data is typically presented as a QR code and also can show if a person has tested negative for a virus. Such documentation is not unprecedented. For decades, people have had to show physical, quote-unquote, yellow cards as proof of vaccination against diseases like cholera, yellow fever, and rubella when traveling to certain countries. However, this marks the first time that the industry has rallied behind an electronic alternative designed to improve verifiability and circumvent some of the holdups caused by paper counterparts. Quote, just imagine the scene if 180,000 people present a piece of paper that needs to be checked and validated, said Mike Tanzi, a managing director at Accenture, referencing the pre-COVID number of daily passengers at Singapore's Changi Airport. Tanzi, who leads Accenture's APAC Travel and Hospitality Division, has been working with some major airlines on their digital health pass strategies, including three in the U.S. and several across Asia-Pacific. He told CNBC's Global Traveler that those plans have quote-unquote accelerated since the vaccine rollout, and for him, the need for such passes is clear. When asked if we would need digital health passes to resume travel, Tanzi said, quote, the obvious answer is yes, we do, end quote. He called debates a red herring. Quote, governments may not say that you have to have one, but the implications of not will be so ridiculous that travel won't be worth it, he said, referring to extensive testing and quote-unquote draconian quarantines. Tansy is not alone. Other experts agree digital health passports may be the quickest and most effective way of resuming international travel. Jace Ramsey, a professor of management in Florida Gulf Coast University's Lutgert College of Business, agreed the probability of adoption was quote-unquote very high, but he noted that concerns around security and personal data may leave consumers less willing to adopt digital health passes than their physical alternatives. Said Ramsey, quote, as with any app that stores health records, there will be privacy and fraud concerns, end quote. Accredify is one Singapore-based document accreditation firm whose technology is being used under the Singapore government mandated pre-travel COVID-19 health screenings. It claims that the appeal of digital accreditation systems, such as its own, which is based on the blockchain, is that they are tamper-proof and therefore unable to be falsified. Via email, a spokesperson said, quote, Medical documents stored privately and securely on the app are accessible only to users, giving them the decision of who to share their medical records with and when, end quote. Resistance from travelers may be overstated. A recent study from travel news site The Vacationer found that 73.6% of Americans surveyed say they would use a COVID health passport or app so airlines and border authorities can check their vaccination status and test results. The success of digital health passports will hinge on the effectiveness of vaccines. Little is known about whether vaccines prevent the spread of COVID, though research is underway. The World Health Organization has urged caution toward health passes, telling authorities and travel operators not to introduce proof of vaccination as a condition for international travel. 
according to a WHO spokesperson. Quote, this is because the efficacy of vaccines in preventing transmission is not yet clear, and global vaccine supply is limited. End quote. Coordinating the various existing and pending vaccine passports on the market, and ensuring users' certifications are linked to verified and approved medical facilities, will prove a major challenge. Dr. Harry Severance, assistant professor at Duke University School of Medicine, said, quote, In order for vaccine passports to be an internationally practical tool, there will need to be a standardized platform that crosses all boundaries, such as the current passport system, end quote. The WHO is working with agencies, including the International Air Transport Association and the International Civil Aviation Organization, to develop standards for digital vaccination cards. It added that its position on health passes will, quote, evolve as evidence about existing and new COVID-19 vaccines is updated, end quote. Then, of course, there are the social, legal, and political ramifications of a system based on inequitable global access to vaccines and technology. Approximately 3.6 billion people globally cannot access the internet, according to the WHO, and more than 1.1 billion cannot officially prove their identity. For many, paper passes will remain essential. Quote, people from different countries, regions, or communities may not have access to vaccines or COVID-19 testing, said Dr. Sharona Hoffman, a bioethics professor at Case Western Reserve University's School of Medicine, noting that low-income countries may not receive vaccinations until 2023 or beyond. Quote, a policy that prevents them from traveling or obtaining other services because of that could be discriminatory and exacerbate socioeconomic disparities, end quote. Such systems could also set a precedent among other groups similarly eager to reopen, such as restaurants and events venues. Indeed, Israel has already created a quote-unquote green passport to give vaccinated citizens access to public venues. This week, some U.S. states moved to lift mask mandates, which could exacerbate this issue. Said Severance, quote, As one community moves in this direction, many, many more will follow follow. As such decisions roll across the country, you may find that vaccine carding is becoming a standard. Ultimately, the resumption of international travel will depend as much on a country's willingness to reopen as it does on the travel verification technology in place. In Asia-Pacific, where borders largely remain closed to tourists, governments may tend toward bilateral agreements or quote-unquote travel bubbles with select neighbors before opening up more broadly, said Accenture's Tansy. Quote, the reality is we're still six months away from any meaningful air travel, he said. It's only going to be agreements with one or two places at a time. End quote. Still, with much of the technology in place, and with society moving toward an ever more digitized future, developments made today in digital health passports could leave the travel industry and society better prepared for any potential turbulence ahead. Severance said, quote, If we evolve to an internationally recognized system of health passports or monitoring, etc., that will be one facet of a downstream preparedness system 
system that will possibly allow us to survive an upcoming pandemic that may have worse dynamics than COVID-19. End quote. CNBC.com. Yikes, that's a bit ominous. You mean there could be something else out there that's far worse? and deadlier than COVID-19? Like the flu? Anyway, I would like to point out at least two things here. Number one, just one year earlier in March of 2020, many of the things discussed in that article, especially the part about society moving toward an ever more digitized future involving some sort of health passports and or monitoring, etc., would be completely brushed aside as just so much conspiracy theory. And the other thing I would like to point out is that one of the quote-unquote experts featured in that piece, Dr. Harry Severance, the assistant professor from Duke University School of Medicine, a Jesuit-run institution, I might add, was spot on when he said, quote, you may find that vaccine carding is becoming a standard, end quote, as demonstrated in the previous article about what's taking place in New York. If you've been listening to this Vax Pass timeline series here on the Daily Record, you may have recognized a great deal many prophetic statements. Almost like these quote-unquote experts had some sort of crystal ball and could see into the future and know exactly what was gonna happen. But if you were anyone other than them reporting on it, the sheeple can't hear you because all they see is a tinfoil hat. And their brain turns to mush and they enter parrot mode, mimicking everything that they've seen and heard on the television, in the news, and or from social media or their local governments. Let us imagine for just a moment that such a sheeple parrot person living here in America approximately six months ago were to hear the claim that the federal government wanted to require Americans to present a health passport or vaccine certificate on demand, including for domestic travel, they may very well say that that is completely false and that the U.S. government has no plans to require so-called vaccine passports to travel domestic or for any other purpose. At least that's what they might say, specifically on April 6, 2021, after reading AP News Fact Checker, whose assessment goes on to say that while private businesses are considering vaccine passports for certain activities, Biden administration officials have said that the federal government will not mandate vaccine passports. As more Americans are being vaccinated against the virus that causes COVID-19, the private sector is developing digital passes that would make it easier for travelers and others to show that they've been inoculated. While Prime Minister Boris Johnson said Monday the UK would be testing vaccine passports, and other countries such as Israel have already introduced such health certificates, the Biden administration has said the US will not be requiring them. During a press conference, on Tuesday, Press Secretary Jen Psaki said that the Biden administration is, quote, not now, nor will we be supporting a system that requires Americans to carry a credential. There will be no federal vaccinations database and no federal mandate requiring everyone to obtain a single vaccination credential, end quote. But posts circulating on social media are falsely implying that vaccine passports will be mandatory 
country in the U.S., including for domestic travel. Quote, President Biden and the Democrats want to force Americans to present a vaccine passport upon demand, yet they oppose presenting an ID to cast a vote, reads a tweet by South Carolina Governor Henry McMaster. A Facebook post claims, quote, So now I will need a health passport to travel in America, but illegals don't need any kind of passport to enter into America? End quote. Peter Vlitis, senior vice president of airline relations for Internova Travel Group, told the Associated Press, quote, This is false. As of today, there is no such requirement. End quote. Lawrence O. Gostin, a professor and director of the O'Neill Institute for National and Global Health Law at Georgetown University, told the AP in an email that such claims are quote-unquote patently false. Gostin said, quote, There are no plans in the U.S. to introduce a vaccine passport for domestic travel. Neither the government nor the U.S. airline industry have announced any plans for requiring proof of vaccination as a condition of interstate travel, end quote. Gostin explained that foreign carriers were discussing a voluntary COVID vaccine passport system, but it did not include U.S. carriers yet. In the U.S., only one state has rolled out a vaccine passport, New York introduced an app through a limited government partnership with a private company. People can show proof of vaccination or a negative test with an app to enter places like entertainment venues. Lawmakers in a handful of states are trying to ban vaccine passports. Pennsylvania lawmakers are drawing up legislation that would prohibit vaccine passports. Last week, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis also issued an executive order banning businesses from requiring customers to show proof they got the shot. Quote, Unlike other parts of the world, the government here is not viewing its role as the place to create a passport, nor a place to hold the data of citizens, said Andy Slavitt, acting administrator of the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, during a press briefing on March 29th. Slavitt added that he considered vaccine passports to be a project for the private sector, not the government. The Facebook posts claim that people without legal status in the U.S. are allowed to enter without documentation is also misleading. Those trying to enter the U.S. must show proof they are an American citizen or documents showing they have permission to enter the country. Otherwise, they are placed in expedited removal proceedings and face deportation. The law also allows those without documents who have a credible fear of returning to their home country to enter and apply for asylum. APnews.com Well, shucks. Now I've got two things I'd like to point out about this one. Number one, the claim was, quote, the federal government wants to require Americans to present a health passport or vaccine certificate on demand, including for domestic travel, end quote. The headline of this AP fact check is, quote, the U.S. government has no plans to require vaccine passports, end quote. Yet, you may have noticed that a small portion of the fact check was dedicated to, or politically slanted towards one opinion about, the immigration issue. And number two, one of the so-called quote-unquote experts featured in this piece, Lawrence O'Gostin, happens to be a professor at Georgetown University, another Jesuit-run institution. 
I just thought that was interesting. In fact, I must confess, I find a bunch of what I've been talking about here pretty interesting. And if you find it pretty interesting too, then I've got some good news, and some bad news, and some more bad news. Bad news first. As interesting as all of this is, it is a reality, and that could very well be the worst news of all. But if that sort of thing is your bag, baby, the good news is there's plenty of more where that came from. And the other bad news, of course, is that you'll have to wait till the next episode of The Daily Ruckus to hear all about it. Or you could always just tune into the mainstream media and watch a bunch of CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, the White House's live updates, read all of the Snopes fact checks about everything and anything, while endlessly swiping through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all at the same time. You could do all of that, but I don't recommend it. For the ACR, I'm Adam Clark, and this has been The Daily Ruckus for Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. For more information, please visit alternatecurrentradio.com.